Hello and welcome to episode 89 of the True Achievements podcast. I am here today with Jack. Hey. Hey. And not Dave. I don't know where he is. So he's, we're progressing without him. He's gone AWOL. Yeah, he has. <laughs> um, let's talk about what we've been playing. So let's talk about the streams because I wanted to talk to Dave about FIFA and Destiny if he comes back. Uh, so let's talk about the four streams we played this week. Um, starting with Lightfield. Uh, Jack, this was a space futuristic racer mm-hmm. with a very unusual mechanic in that in order to speed up you had to be uh, sort of attached to a surface yeah um, it was a very 3d environment um lots of verticality horizontality I'll just make a word up there it was kind of like if you took um you remember riptide yeah it was, uh, it was riptide gt mm-hmm and GP. added, yeah, a GP, sorry, and added another dimension to it. So rather than just being stuck on the water, you're flying through the air instead. Felt yes. a little bit like that. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was tricky though. So you had to, the controls were slightly weird. You had to hold down the right trigger to s- suck yourself. To, oh no, it was hold down the right bumper to suck mm, yourself to a yeah, surface. Right or left bumpers, and then uh, the right trigger made you speed up, didn't it? Yes, yeah, but there was no brake or anything like that. It was just go all out. I think there was it was divided into multiple worlds and you basically had either a race or a time trial uh, on each world. So if you were doing a time trial it would just go on forever and you just I think it was um, from the review up on site uh, seven worlds in total and yeah. uh, three different things to do on each one. So each one did have a time trial and each one had the proper race as well. But the time trial was just the race but going around and trying to obviously it's like a hot lap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you just go on indefinitely. Yeah, and then you had a collectible mode as well, where you were just finding collectibles, which oh, okay. wasn't really like a promotion. It's over the top, yeah. Yeah, so there were some slightly interesting things. Um, you could speed up or slow down the game speed. Mm-hmm. So you could put it on like super fast, three times speed, which was crazy. And there's an achievement tied to doing that, getting a good time in that mode, which was nuts. Well, I uh, recommend doing that on World 1 because the other ones were probably yeah, you, crazy. You actually didn't have to have it on three times speed for that oh, achievement. Yeah, you didn't. We have the developers in the stream helping us and giving us tips, which was awesome because uh, yeah. they were massive helps. And um, you could actually just increase it to 1.2 from 1. Yeah, race around again. Uh, yeah, so the description of the achievement is a little bit uh, misleading on that one. Hmm. Um, no, it's fun though. We had a good time, didn't we? It yeah. was good. Um, thanks to the developers for coming in. Uh, we unlocked a load of achievements. Mm-hmm. Oh, five, but it was worth 255 gamer score, which is obviously reasonably hefty in the hour. Next up, we played Caveman Warriors. Ooh, <laughs> this was this was <laughs> tough, wasn't it? Properly tough. So we could play co-op with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, side-scrolling platformer mm-hmm. and you had a cast of characters that you could switch between um, and you could even switch between them during the game in fact you had to because some of them had certain abilities that allowed them to progress in the game that others mm-hmm. didn't so there were certain points where you'd have to jump over a particularly high ledge um, and the only character that could do that was someone that could uh, a female character that could throw a spear into the wall which you could then use to jump up mm-hmm. on and then clear the hurdles but it was punishing this game it, you, I think you had like five health bar slots mm-hmm. but you got hit constantly <laughs> pretty much all the time no matter what you did uh, so it was very very tricky we got through world one which had a boss at the end in fact all the worlds have bosses at the end mm-hmm. I guess but we couldn't beat boss two even after a full hour 
No. It it was it was forgiving in the sense it had checkpoints as you were going through the mission, which was quite nice, but then you had a finite number of lives on top of that. So once you'd exhausted all of your lives, it didn't like take you back to the checkpoint, obviously if you want to restart from a certain point. It just put you all the way back to the main map. You had to pick the level again, go in and do it all from scratch. Yeah, it was long. And some of them, some of the enemies just like kept respawning on top mm. of you almost, and it was just impossible to see what was going on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, really tough game. If you like 2D cartoon platformers that are super tough, um, and it's not Cuphead when I'm talking about this one, um, <laughs> you might want to check this one out. Uh, cool. What did we play yesterday? Oh, I didn't play anything, but you played some stuff. Yeah, I played two games. Uh, Dream okay. Break for the first hour. This was interesting. It was very pixelated art style um the story was kind of like some rebellion and cia conspiracy and it was um side scrolling across the screen but you moved left and right up and down quite slow movement but you could hold the shoulder buttons to run quicker it was kind of like an investigation game it reminded me of um i've forgotten the title of it but there was a game released back on the xbox one it was a remake of kind of an 80s arcade game and it was one of the first games that was a quick 1,000 in under an hour on the Xbox One, I think. Okay. Um, oh, that's really annoying me. I can't remember it. No. <laughs> um, it reminded me of that initially, though, just in terms of a graphical sense, but it was it was pretty good. And the best thing, it had games in the game. It had little arcade machines in the game that I heard achievements attached something to. very 80s arcade sounding. Yeah. Um, and there were achievements tied to those. Yeah, so there's an achievement for playing the arcade machine for one and then getting to wave 42 and winning, which wasn't that difficult. But I messed up. I sat, I was playing for kind of, it takes four minutes for a full playthrough of it. Got to the end and then there was a civilian and the concept is you're a um, cowboy and you're shooting bad cowboys. But on the 42nd <laughs> wave, a civilian appears and I accidentally shot him and it didn't give me the achievements, so I had to do it again. Oh, was that a fun little arcade in, in game? Yeah, it was pretty good actually. Okay. Um, a couple of people want uh, me to just keep playing that. So. Oh, really? Okay, that tells you something. Um, the interesting thing was the, your score in this mm-hmm. game, which is one of the highest we've had uh, recently, which was 400 gamer score in the hour, which is pretty mm. impressive. It's not too bad. It was a pretty good game. I was actually quite surprised. It's quite enjoyable. Um, it had a lot of puzzle elements to it, but they weren't too tough. Okay. Uh, the weird bit was when it started introducing kind of shooting mechanics and you could use the LB button to pull up a shield and then the right uh, RB button to shoot. And okay. It just felt a bit weird. And then yeah, just cool. before the end of the stream, I got to this bit in a taxi. You're flying along. You've got a circle moving around the taxi. You have to use that to lock onto police drones. After you've locked onto a police drone, you have to hold the A button and you've got to trace out a pattern of squares using the D-pad. And that was just terrible. It didn't work. I got it into a state where it was just totally broken and the taxi was locked onto the wrong police uh, drone. I heard and, you talking about that. Yeah. yeah it, and then at that point, the attempt was failed and you're all the way back to the start of the attempt. It was like a two-minute section of Oof. gameplay. But Annoying. Not, not great. Okay. And then you moved on to Bloody Zombies? Yes. Yeah, this an Australian game? No, it's set in London, I think. Okay. As for London Eye and the art for it, which was interesting. Um, this was pretty much like Caveman Warriors, 
but with some extra stuff oh, okay. chucked in. Less platforming, though. It was like uh, Caveman Warriors if it turned it into an old-school beat-em-up game. So you're scrolling, uh, you're moving from left to right, going across the screen. You'll get to an area, enemies will spawn, you'll be locked into that area, you kill all the enemies, then you progress forward into the next one, it unlocks the area. And it was just that over and over. Uh, you got to the end and there was a boss. I only managed one level in the hour, which tells you how tough it was. And that's playing yeah. on normal difficulty, which was the lowest. Uh, I did attempt to play online, so it does have an online mode. And it's not dedicated servers, it's host servers, but it just sat in a loading screen when I attempted that. I heard that, yeah. Not ideal. So you're relying on lots of people playing this game to get games. Yeah, I think um, it's up to four people at the same time in a game, and I think that'll probably make it easier as well. Um, some of the mechanics were pretty... It seemed like complexity for the sake of complexity. Like, okay. you went through the level, you'd pick up a skill ability. You could then equip your skill ability, so you could swap them out, and you had a blue, a red, a yellow, and a green. And to access and use those skill abilities, you had to quickly, uh, for the yellow one, for example, it was left and right on the stick and then Y in quick succession. And if you <laughs> get the combo wrong, it just doesn't work. And by that time, you've been hit by whatever enemy you were trying to use it against. And it almost seemed like they should have just put that on, like hold RB and push one of the buttons. Yeah. Oh dear. It didn't seem okay. like a good choice. But... So only three achievements in the hour for 35 Gs. Mm -hmm. Not a lot. So it sounds like a brutal uh, yeah. completion if you <laughs> stuff like that. Okay, let's just talk about FIFA 18. So uh, on E-Axis, uh, I was able to download FIFA 18 at the weekend. And um, the coolest thing about FIFA 18 is it has a load of interesting achievements that are tied to uh, just stuff that you can do during a normal game. Mm-hmm. Like let's say score a downward header or score from a score with a defender from thirty yards, um, score five goals in a half, stuff like that. Like really fun things to go for because in FIFA you can uh, adjust the settings of the opposing team so you can put all your guys up to like really fast no mistakes when they control the ball really good at shooting and then you can put the um opponent's skill right down so literally they just walk around in slow motion and you just stroll straight past them um and it's just really good fun because you can just muck around firing in the ball just nutting in goals all over the place and there's a load of really simple achievements that uh set up like that there's also some for ultimate team so um i get eight hours free i think with the ea access i've played maybe three and a half of them i think um but i've already got 18 achievements for 380 gamer score wow uh, which is awesome so I, I, I next thing i need to do is dive into the journey mode and see if i can get through some of that in the five hours that are left but it's standard fifa still plays great still looks amazing um i think the main changes are with journey mode this year so uh that's where i will put my time uh, Destiny 2, I have made it to level 20, woohoo, uh, which is apparently a big thing. I finished the campaign story, absolutely loved the final, maybe the final six or seven missions were all amazing. It just, that game just totally, remi it didn't initially, but it totally reminds me of Halo 3, the final, the final few missions are totally Halo 3-esque in their epicness and amazingness. So I'm now at the point, I think, where I can do raids, although I don't have enough light. I'm not powerful enough. I've reached the right level, but I don't have enough light power. So uh, I think there's a bit of a grind needed for the next probably another four or five hours to get up to 250 light something like that before i can do a raid but i'm i'm hoping to do to do that because i've got to this point now to be honest i've just played it like a normal single player Halo game uh up until this point but it's been a brilliant single player halo campaign so uh it, it is an awesome game and i highly recommend it uh, i got one more achievement for reaching level 20 <laughs> 
Cool. Let's move on to site news. The servers are currently offline. Da-da. So we're recording a podcast while that's happening. I'm multitasking. But they will be back in approximately 10 minutes. And they will certainly be back, hopefully, by the time you listen to this podcast. So that's all good. That's all happened fine. There should be some upgrades there. Make things a little bit quicker, which is all good. Uh, let's move on to regular news. Dave's not here. No. So I will do it. <laughs> okay, October's Games with Gold have been announced. They are... We've got Gone Home Console Edition, The Turing Test, a Rayman 3 HD, and Medal of Honor Airborne. Okay, so I ha- think I have Gone Home. I don't think I've played it, though. Um, I've definitely completed the Turing Test, mm-hmm. and I've played a fair amount of Medal of Honor Airborne. I haven't played Rayman 3, although I did play quite a lot of Rayman, the one that came out on Xbox One not long after it came out at budget. I can't remember what that was called. Rayman Legends? Yes. And that was really good fun, but proper tough, like seriously yeah. tough um, platforming. Uh, I think Gone Home is supposed to be pretty good. The Turing Test is definitely good. It's one of Mark's favourite games. Yeah, Gone Home and the Turing Test are pretty easy 1000s, I think. Okay, cool. Um, Rayman 3 is only 200, that's an arcade. So. Okay, and Medal of Honor is a standard Call of Duty style first person mm-hmm. shooter. Yeah, although it's airborne, so I don't know if it's got more. Oh, you parachute in at the start of the level, and that's about it. <laughs> is that it? Okay, <laughs> yeah, pretty much from memory. Anyway, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. You should rename it to that Medal of Honor parachute. Yeah, parachute yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Cool. So uh, check those games out. They will be available from the first of October, mm-hmm. uh, which is Sunday. Dave has helpfully done a video of network transfer. So you can now, Alpha Ring Insiders can now copy Xbox One games and apps between their consoles if you have more than one console. Obviously, this is a precursor to the Xbox One X coming out. Mm-hmm. And Dave's made a handy uh, f- a screenshot guide plus video guide for doing that. Both of the consoles will need to be in the Insider Ring in order to be able to do this at the moment. But if you are anticipating getting an Xbox One X, you might want to have a read through it, see how all that's going to work. Mm-hmm. It's really straightforward. Yeah, that's pretty cool that they've actually allowed that because it does take ages to download games, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, with them it's becoming so big, I mean, Forza's pushing on 100 gigs, isn't it, at this point? Yes. Or Forza 7, sorry. Yeah. So being able to transfer across the network at local network speed, that's great. Yes, it's awesome. TA Playlist Game for October 2017 has been announced. It is. was a slight surprise to those running the poll. Uh, I can tell you from seeing the Discord chat. And this month it is Alien Isolation, Mm -hmm. uh, which beat Dead Rising into second, Dead Rising 3, and Resident Evil 4, and Little Nightmares. So uh, that is too scary for me. (laughs) Apparently a terrifying game. So yeah, if you like your horrors, or if you've played Alien Isolation and gave up, or if you just enjoyed it loads, you'll be able to play it with the rest of the TA community throughout October. So uh, check it out. Also, the podcast for this month uh, should be going up shortly, I believe. Fortnite released a new game mode um, in the last couple of weeks, which is a Battle Royale-style game mode. And it's fair to say that the Player Unknown Battleground team are not too happy about it. Uh, they released a statement. Uh, it was an interesting statement, actually. Worth reading the whole thing. But basically... They work with Epic to produce the Unreal Engine, and Fortnite also work with Epic. And the Player Unknown seem to be putting some pressure on Epic to try and—I don't know what they were trying to do, really. I mean, they've made a ridiculously hugely successful concept game, which in itself is a—you know—it's it's heavily borrowing from other games that have mm-hmm. been in existence before. 
So it seemed like a bit of a weird statement to suddenly get uppity about another game using a similar mode. Yeah. Well, it's even more bizarre because, as you say, the roots of it, Pub originally started as a mod for another a game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Admittedly, uh, Brendan's mod, but still. But I, looking at the kind of last paragraph in their statement, it does say, uh, we've also noticed that Epic Games references pub in the promotion of their Fortnite yeah, now that is, stuff, which that is, is yeah, that's a bit of a grey area, isn't it? That's, yeah, that sounds that sounds wrong to me, so yeah. uh, I can see why they're a bit upset about that. Um, but yeah, get used to it. People are, you know, you've made a ridiculously, hugely popular concept mm-hmm. game, people are going to rip it off. <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, look at um, that stupid phone game, Flappy Bird. Birds. Yeah, that's yeah. been <laughs> like copied across the sun, hasn't it? That's... Yeah. Yeah, and then there's millions of Angry Birds clones. Mm. You know, think how many racing games there are. Yeah, you've just got to make sure that yours stays better as long as exactly. Stays and they have the skills to do that. It, it's got the it user base. Creates some competition, doesn't it? At the end of the day, so unless yeah. they get better and keep going ahead, people are going to drop off onto other ones. But hopefully, that won't yes. happen. Exactly. There is some double class experience Gears of War stuff happening this weekend. There are seven new games being added to Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. They include Costume Quest 2, Matilda Castilla X Cursed... <laughs> Let me try that again. Matilda. No, it's Mal- no, Maldita. Maldita. What? Maldita Castilla X Cursed Castile. Right. <laughs> Check that game out. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Saints Row Get Out of Hell, which is probably the worst Saints Row game, in my uh-huh. opinion. Um, State of Decay Year 1 Survival Edition, which I purchased last year and never have played, so that's uh-huh. quite annoying. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4, The Bug Butcher, and Tower of Guns are all coming on October 1st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good that they're continuing to add stuff to uh, the Games Pass program. I'm pretty impressed with the support of that so far. I haven't played it since the first trial I got. Because I have, I've, I've got most of the games that mm. I would want to play, which is apart from obviously Matilda or whatever it was called, <laughs> which I definitely don't have. So I'll be checking that one out. We've got some new images for Halo Wars 2: Awakening the Nightmares mm-hmm. uh, on the site. So if you are a Halo Wars fan, check that out. The DLC launched two days ago, mm-hmm. um, so you can pick that up now. And it adds a lot of achievements. That one, I think it was 37 new achievements. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's quite substantial. Cool. Uh, it's that time of year when reviews, uh, well, loads of new games come out. So in that, <laughs> that leads on to loads of reviews coming out. We have put reviews up this week for Pro Evolution Soccer 2018, uh, World Rally Championship 7, and Cuphead has just literally gone up this morning. Um, uh, all... Uh, pretty well received games so especially Cuphead check that review out uh, they are all on the site um, Bex went to EGX last week and she has produced a ton of um, content around that so there's loads of new stories going up all the time about her EGX developer sessions so please check those out if you have any interest in any of those games there's Oddworld stuff plus lots of other new things going up all the time uh, back compact news we had some games yesterday mm-hmm. You had two games. We had Call of Duty Advanced Warfare and Sonic Adventure. Wow. Obviously, Advanced Warfare being the uh, the big one there. Um, and Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary, it's worth mentioning that, um, came out, I think it was last week now. And that's now available digitally, too, which wasn't okay. wasn't before. So you can okay. go and pick that up if you uh, 
if you don't want to go out physically to a shop and buy it. No one likes going out. Yeah, no. Okay, let's talk about new achievement lists. There's been millions. Mm. Millions. Um, the big one is obviously Forza Motorsport 7. That list hit proper, which is pretty cool. Uh, same as We had the exclusive reveal of that already. Yeah, we did. And then we've had Pinball FX3, which is uh, this is always a weird game because it only has a, a couple of achievements in the base game and the rest of the arcade table, the pinball tables in it are DLCs that you can buy. So this came yes. out on the... We had FX2, didn't we? And that was 360 mm -hmm. and 1. Yeah. This goes on from there. And a lot of the tables seem to be similar. I don't know if they kind of cross-transfer. If you've bought them on one, you get them on the other. But I will find out because I have a load of tables in two, so I will do yeah. that up. I just, is it free to download the base game? It's free to download the base game, but every table you're looking at uh, three to five pounds on top. Wow! And uh, at least a couple of quid. And there are loads. It's probably about 20 to 30 pounds. Yeah, okay. Uh, Fed say that these achievements, there's normally around three achievements per table, mm -hmm. um, and they are generally super hard. So you will need to be expert at pinball to get all three of them normally mm. yeah but awesome fun i mean i love these games they're great for a wind down um yes yeah, just to pick up and play casual yeah thing you don't have to get too into it do you no loads of fun right. um overall though that had 78 achievements across uh, the base and all of the packs for 1335 gamer score which is a lot Lots. yeah we had an aca neo geo game hit burning fight it was standard list um, Lightfield, which we play, uh, talked about earlier, with 13 mm -hmm. achievements. Splasher, with 47 achievements. Ruiner, with 27 achievements. Uh, Shiny, with 49 achievements. Bold Boy, with 12 achievements. Uh, a new Lego game, Lego Ninjago movie, with 50 achievements for 1,000 gamer score. A Syndrome, with 21 achievements. Dungeons 3, with 60 achievements. Uh, Danger Zone with 13 achievements. Wuppo with 23 achievements. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea what that game is. Real yeah. Farm with 15 achievements. Not that fake farm. Um, no. Iron Wings with 35 achievements. Mystic Bell with 14. In Inversus with 12. Mm. Uh, Let Them Come with 23. Battle Garega Rev 2016. <laughs> Which very year well, late, seemingly. Yeah. Don't know, Finally, that's appeared. Don't know what's going on there, but it's released today. It's a shoot 'em up. Um, Food Run, which was a Windows 10 game with 27 achievements for 1,000 gamer score, and I think that's £1.49. So that's a bargain if you do pick that up. Um, Raiders of a Broken Planet, this is another interesting one. Um, it hit the site and it's got 1,420 gamer score. And it hit the size of prologue, there's a free part of the game and there's something else which is paid, so I think there's a split somewhere, but it's not obvious what is uh, part of what yet. And then obviously the biggest title, Firefighters, Airport Fire Department, 15 achievements for 1,000 games. That's amazing, I hope we can stream that. Yeah. I really want to stream that game. It just sounds a bit specific, doesn't it? Like you're firefighters, but not just any firefighters, firefighters in an airport. Exactly, a specific one. DLC achievements. Yeah, we obviously had the Awakening in uh, Awakening of a Nightmare in Halo Wars 2, 34 achievements, or 37 achievements, sorry, for 410 gamer score. 
which is loads a new DLC in Elite Dangerous um, Horizons Return, two achievements for 75 gamer score, along with a title update in Elite Dangerous, which adds 23 achievements for 375 gamer score. And Dead by Daylight got a new character. They've got Leatherface with three achievements for 80 gamer score. Leatherface. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. Fantastic. So tons of achievements. Um, They're all on the homepage of the site. All the latest achievement lists go up on there every day. So check those out. That's about it. I think that we've covered everything. We'll be streaming Cuphead next week and Forza 7, so check those streams out. We have codes for Cuphead's giveaway. Uh, we don't currently for Forza 7, but we'll be giving away other stuff during that stream if we don't manage to get any. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Play some awesome games. It feels like it's going to be a Cuphead weekend for a lot of people, or a Forza 7 weekend. The Ultimate Edition dropped today, uh, so people with that can play it early. Uh, the official launch of fifa is also today or yesterday that's out now properly as well so i think it's gonna be a busy game for game a uh, busy weekend for gamers mm-hmm. enjoy them and uh, we will see you next week bye bye, bye.